Grog. Hey everyone, welcome to the Starter Shed Podcast. I'm Matthew Weir and I'm joined by Fresh from the Works Party, isn't it, Kerry? Kerry Warbis. I am Kerry Warbis. <laughs> I am. <laughs> we did go to a little, we're doing a monthly thing at work where you're, you have a rotor and each month a colleague organises a little work social. So my turn is in March. Any ideas? Tell me where what I can do in central London for 15 quid a head. That's the budget. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can hang out on the embankment with a bottle of Buckfast, I think. Yeah. I quite fancy just going to the pub and having £15 worth of beer each. That line that you said there where you went, I am Kerry Warbis, was that something you were like saying to your taxi driver at the end of the night? <laughs> It was quite a tame night. We went um, to Spitalfields Market in there. There's an art place and uh, we all were around a big table drinking some wine and beer and painting pottery. Oh, okay. I, I walked around there last time I was in London, actually. It's quite nice. It's huge, isn't it? Yeah. I've never been. Off air, I just had a massive bitching session about a gig I went to last night that I didn't like. But the venue itself was absolutely amazing. Art gallery, outside space, bar, pizza, restaurant. So definitely. When you come over, Kerry, I'll take yeah. you there. Well, let's have a little break and then we'll discuss sheep. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't very good, was it? It was bad. Bad. <laughs> yeah, his name's something Chilcott. Wanted all over East Anglia for horse felching, apparently. She fell down the treacherous steps by the village shop. You're kidding. I know. Broke her arsehole in seven places from what Susan told me. Helen Archer's receptions are noted in Ambridge society for their host's exquisite taste that captivates its guests. Are those cheese eggs? What sick mind came up with that? King disgusting. I think I'm gonna be sick. Smells like my kid's nappy. Helen Archer, with these cheese eggs, you're really giving us all amoebic dysentery. Helen Archer's cheese eggs. A sign you've probably lost your mind. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. We had a comment on our Facebook last week that they thought your attitude to the dead rams was very home counties. What do you think they meant by that, Kerry? Oh, I'm now trying to think what my attitude was. You were like, don't care. <laughs> I was bored by them, yeah. I couldn't care less about Hilda either, but uh, very home counties. That's about as home counties as I'll get, I guess. Anyway, sheep. 
Hmm. What did you think of it all? Okay, so you've got a hundred sheep. Yeah. And you put them on a cricket pitch in a village. Yeah. Hoping no one will spot this. Surely that's LBW. <laughs> Very good. I did try to find sort of cricket. I actually, on the train to London, yesterday, I was looking through cricket terminology, <laughs> trying to find some sort of sheep related phrase. And the best I could find was something to do with shepherding is a cricketing term. I can't remember what it was. So do you think that bad things will happen because of this? Well, it was already causing a stir tonight, mm. wasn't it? People are discussing sheep on the outfield. Do you think they've gnawed through the power cable to the entire village? Oh. And because they're all in a slightly wet field, have all electrocuted themselves. And when Ed gets over there, all the sheep are dead. And cooked. Yeah, they're all ready to go. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that oh God, the toss of the coin and the lights going out. Oh, dear. insert joke about tossing. And lights going out. That was bloody rubbish, wasn't it, as an ending to the week? Well, it's the idea that no one saw the coin before they actually got time to look at it. Prior to that, I did think, well, it's just going to be a draw. Why don't they have it as a draw? And every other week, you know, one of them has a pint, the other one has a pint, the other one has a Because, But they were really sort of, Kent was like, oh my God, what are we going to do? You bloody thought of this stupid competition. Why are there always competitions, Matthew? There was a cake competition as well this week, wasn't there? Bloody Victoria Sponge. Yeah, I thought the coin might just get lodged in a notch on the table and would just stand perfectly upright. When the lights come back on, that's possibly what's happened. And then it's a draw and then that's that. Let's move on. Awful storyline. About two characters nobody ever hears. No one really knows anything about much. Apart from now we know their birth days, dates, years of birth. <laughs> that was like the episode of American Dad where he gets pulled over really stoned and he goes, uh, you okay, sir? And he goes, evening, officer. Evening. Making things even. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, not stoned. I reckon that we've got at least another two weeks of this storyline because Bert or Neville are going to accuse the other one of getting to the coin and turning it over while the lights were out. You stand up for that, Kerry? I hope one or both of them <laughs> chokes dies. on their free pint. Actually, th yeah, there's going to be a mass bloody grave soon, isn't there? Harry's going to die. Brian's going to die. Well, he will die. I know it's it's a cat allergy this week. Then there's the others who are gonna who are already dead who haven't died yet. They might as well just like dig a big hole. Jenny's clearly been in the freezer all this time because Lillian said to Brian, I'm off down the bull to toast Jenny with Tony. Let's have a burn slot. <laughs> toast like a marshmallow on the end of a stick. Just lightly turning her near the fire. Yeah, Burns Night was really squished in, wasn't it? Let me take you to the pub. Um, what will you have? And this Susan's going, whiskey, have a whiskey, Claric. Making them have whiskeys that they've yeah. never had before. And then he's like, oh, I've looked at the menu, there's haggis. <laughs> Susan was appalling, wasn't she? Yes, she's not happy, is she, about Adam? But also bullying Clary. I mean, I felt at times Susan just replaced Eddie mm. at one point. The only di difference was she's in the mm. pub getting hammered and eating haggis, which is arguably better than sat at home, replacing his socks every five minutes. Yeah. 
from the cooker. I'm, I, I sort of, I liked that she wanted her to stay out and have fun in the pub, but you, she, she was practically like pouring whiskey, unwanted whiskey down her neck. It could have been a nice thing, couldn't it? But it was made into a little bit of a coercive dinner date. Are you noticing that there were some people on Archer's Facebook not on the Cider Shed podcast, which is our Facebook group, but on other archers groups saying, the actor that played Adam has changed. And loads of people going, no, I just think he sounds a little bit more upbeat. I think he's putting a bit more energy into his performance these days. What have you done, Kerry? You, you and that bloody log. You've ruined it for everyone. <laughs> I've, yeah, since I've been logging for years, maybe they've actually invested at the BBC in sending him off to some sort of acting class. Don't know. Or have played him to himself for hours and he's finally realized he sounded bloody awful oh god that's adamception yeah wouldn't a hole in the <laughs> fabric of space and time open up if he did that <laughs> he only sounded jolly i'm trying to think did he sound jollier in the dairy when he was like oh yogurt buckets um <laughs> when he was in the pub he sort of went oh it could be a little bit of a work social he did sound a bit better didn't he a bit less robot log man so yeah he, he does seem to be upping his game a bit what did you make of the whole cake competition oh yes it's the anniversary of someone's death let's have a cake baking competition <laughs> it's what she would have wanted isn't it <laughs> and bloody adam cheated he got his from the tea room didn't Lillian say, your mother would never have allowed muscaponia? And I thought Adam was going to, well, mum's dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Strawberry muscapony. F*** off. Then Alice trying to outdo everyone. She'd done a three-layer one. Brian, God love him, made his own, which was quite revolutionary. He won. I think he would have won if he'd just sort of brought out coal from the oven. <laughs> And at, and at that point, you know, Lillian's grabbed someone's cake and is rubbing it against her groin going, where's Harry? I want Harry. Where is he? I want to see him. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, is there any bigger turn off than your gin soaked aunt saying she wants to ride your boyfriend? Oh, she, yeah. What is wrong with her? <laughs> She's practically on heat, is she, the whole time? She seems to be. Very odd. I'm trying to imagine my aunt or whatever doing a similar thing to a boyfriend. If I were Alice, I wouldn't want Harry anywhere near Lillian at any point. She was like, oh, you should see him on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> really? Why? And Alice did say, can you just shut up about Harry? Please. Yeah, didn't even Brian make a comment at some point? He was like, she was like, yeah. I like him. Yeah, we're all aware of that, Lillian. Yes, I can see that, Lillian. <laughs> but they were like, Dad, you're a bit quiet. He was probably like, I'm slightly freaked out <laughs> about the fact that my sister-in-law wants to shag my future son-in-law. I wish she would, to be honest. Get him thrown out of town. Imagine Justin coming home to the Dower House. <laughs> And Lillian's got Harry strapped to the four-poster bed. Riding him like a horse. Yeah, riding him like Shergar. <laughs> in that she's killed him. Yes. And in now the... he's... And then Alice asked Brian, is it too early to introduce Harry to Martha? Is it too early? Yes, of course it is. 
It's all too early. Everything that's happening with Harry is too soon. I can't wait for his bloody wife to show up. In that you would never like it to happen, basically. Anything's too soon. Yeah, because when they went back to shower off and clearly fuck, Mm. he said it has to be somewhere no one can see us. Well, why? Well, maybe that's just common decency. I don't know. No, not see them at it, but like entering the house. Oh, I just thought he meant maybe not in the field where Jim can walk by or something. It it seemed to be more about the house that they go back to. It had to be somewhere that they couldn't be spotted, which I thought was odd. Oh, he's just odd anyway. He was rude to the doctor. Right old arsehole on the phone. Oh, well, I like to just go by how I'm feeling. Nothing to do with tests. He's the Black Knight in the Holy Grail, isn't he, Monty Python? With his arms chopped off, is it? Yeah. (laughs) Mr Chilcott, you can call me Harry. Uh, You have no legs, Harry. I don't think you should eventing anymore. Oh, but I feel great. And that's the main thing, isn't it, Doctor? <laughs> well, that is a good thing, yes. But these tests tell us you've got two weeks to live. <laughs> what are the tests going to say? And if could he have something that he's now given to Alice? <laughs> Why are you laughing, Gary? I don't know. Because it's all ridiculous. Well, he needs to be taken down a peg or two. He's he seems he sounds like he's high. Down a peg or two. He's lost two legs, Kerry. <laughs> his, his other peg needs to be taken down. <laughs> you think he's, he he broke his penis? Yes. Did you see my tweet? <laughs> well, you 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 theorised a couple of weeks about he it. He did here. very well that tweet. Yeah. He's got no um, penis, but he sounds high, don't you think? I'm, I'm, I did wonder. Is he? an addict of opioids like his painkillers for his because he was like throwing himself around going see i've fallen on my hip again well hey i feel fine there you go opioid addiction there's Could a storyline we haven't had and then we've got one addict with another great meet martha i think he's like high as a kite sort of falling <laughs> on his hip all the time in the living room it occurred to me yesterday when I was listening on the train that usually when you start going out with someone nowadays, since the birth of the internet, you really do loads of Google. <laughs> you do Google searches <laughs> about them, don't you? To sort of see, is he legit? What's going on? Has he ever been in the news? Is he? Lillian did that. Got a wife. She looked him up, didn't she? Well, she won't been doing it very thoroughly i mean she probably got to the second picture rubbed one out and then fell asleep (laughs) yeah she saved that photo what could he possibly have from a blood test that she needs to talk to him about rabies We can't bloody guess, can we? I hope it hurries up, though, and that it means he's not around one. I do think that maybe this whole Harry being a twat thing eventually will mean that um, Alice and Chris get closer. Brian said uh, that Harry lights Alice's face up. I thought, has he got a torch as well? Or a fridge. Yeah. And, of course, Brian said that your mother would want you to be happy. Go and live your life. And, of course, everyone was like, he's going to die. He's dying. He's making statements that are about living life. No, it's probably just because it's the anniversary of Jenny. He's allowed to be a little bit downbeat. I thought it was a bit strange that Lillian didn't invite him down the bull with Tony to toast Jenny. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) sorry, I can't get the image out of my head now. (laughs) But but I guess they'd had the whole darts thing. So they did that already, didn't they? They had their little bonding session when she dragged him down there on New Year's Eve. All right, let's take a little break. And when we come back, I'm sure there's something we need to say about the tea room. Is Matthew starting to regret vowing to make a Vogue every week until the sodding renew fashion show happens? Terry, two thumbs fat, Paul. Illegal, Raven, Arkwright Hall. Fred is 
hanging round the back, sorting David out with crack. Matt Crawford, Bertie Bassett, dirty bombing Penny Hassett, Cecil Jackson, Neville Booth, defacing Mona in the Louvre. Peggy Brando losing tethers, starting punch-ups in the feathers. Lee Rob Jurgen Klopp making condoms from the shop. The cider shed is in the loop. Tone is wanking in the soup. Here comes Helen in a taxi shop. A cheese egg up her jacksie. Make a soup. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Helen's photo is going to end up in the Echo, isn't it? Yes, and her name. Like Titchener, maybe they're going to put, aren't they? I thought she was going to double down on that and say, if you put Titchener as my surname, I'm going to come to the Echo's offices and ram a cheese egg right up your backside. <laughs> I tweeted out in the week, cut to Lee in a bedsit, cracking one off to that copy of the Echo. Yeah. And I always wonder about our listeners and our followers, but um, Joe got in touch and said, with Rob, who isn't actually dead. <laughs> Yeah. Did anyone go to the funeral? Well, we don't know, do we? Did you see him die? Maybe they want to bury him on the 10 acres. In the bloody burial ground that there's going to be. The mass grave. Yeah. There you go, everyone. Kerry's advocating for a mass grave in Ambridge. The sheep were all amongst the graves, weren't they, as well? Yeah. Bit disrespectful, isn't it? While we're on it, Brad and Chelsea seem to have morphed into comedy duo mode, haven't they? I loved it when Brad was going, I am not here. I said, I'm not here. Grandad, he's in my head. And Chosen, are you on drugs? Yeah, what have you taken? (laughs) 
It seems to be a series of Chelsea saying things. I'm going, Chelsea! He has started making noises like Chelsea does, hasn't he? That... He had a go at a growl, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. He, he tried it about six months ago. He trialled the growl. He didn't quite have it down. For wonder if they're sat in the green room and like they're growling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's, their, that's their warm-up. Mm. I'd I, like to think that. I really couldn't cope well with listening to this whole Neville Burt story at all. Similar the sheet. The best bits this week were the Brian bits, really, and the cat. I mean, I liked the bit where Brian said to Dr. Malik, oh, so this is all Hilda's fortune. Is that your mother-in-law? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the end of, that the end of, oh, it was the end of a scene, wasn't it? Yeah, very good. Yeah, but that, that bit where Brian and Tony had to talk in cat tones, they were like, there you go. She likes you, Tony. And Tony was like, I don't like her, Brian. So why are we talking like this? And then she savaged Tony. Yeah, I did. I did think, bloody hell, Tony. Brian's like wheezing away and might die. And you're like, no, I don't want the cat. But then when Brian persuaded Tony and in went Hilda and the meat sticks and things. You no, know, Tony, try giving her a, a meat stick. And he's like, I've been trying that with Pat for 30 years, Brian. <laughs> Hasn't worked yet. <laughs> Tony's meat stick. But then I did think, did Brian make it all up just to get rid of the cat? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he did that, chef's kiss, really. Yeah. I mean, Tony's reason for not taking the cat is Pat will not be happy. <laughs> Tony, mate. Don't know how to break this to you. Yeah. What does make Pat happy? Soup. Oh, silly me. And blowing Rob Titchener's head off with a shotgun. Blowing Rob. <laughs> I don't think Felt like I had to add that on the end yeah. there. The way, yeah, it was the way that Tony went, I'm not her Uncle Tony. Yeah, yeah. That was quite a good scene, that, wasn't it? It was quite intimate, wasn't it? Tony's been brilliant in his scenes recently. I thought he's, I've really enjoyed him and it, it's all because Pat's not there. Yes. My favourite, favourite thing that Tony said this week was, yes, I can verify that about the coin, how, how he said it, the tone in his voice. And I tweeted that and, um, and Mrs. P went, Badger. Badger. As a, as a reply. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect use of the badger there. I'm glad that's catching on. I think yeah. one of those weeks we have to go back and review is the week that Trevor came to town. Yes. That was a bloody brilliant week. That yeah. story you told about being in an Amsterdam train station and ordering a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, absolutely Let's find amazing. It. Let's do it. Kenton said to Tony, can you confirm that this coin has a tail and a head? And I thought Tony was going to play to the room and go, yeah, not two heads like my mother. Ooh. <laughs> But he didn't. Disappointed. Missed opportunity. Not very Tony to do that, is it? Why the hell? I know we said we we're going to talk about the tea room. We haven't yet. How is mm -hmm. Eddie donating clothes to this bloody fashion show? What are you going to get is holy socks in his skid-marked Y-front. That smell of cabbage because they've been <laughs> hung up in the kitchen. I did have a question written on my notepad to ask you, Matthew. Go for which it. Which is, have you ever worn heels? Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. When I was a bit bored as a, as a teenager, sometimes I'd like borrow my girlfriend's dress and go to an indie club. <laughs> so I, had the long, I had the long hair and stuff like that. I actually mm. met one night at the candy club. Um, I got chatting to this girl mm. and it turned out we were at infant school together and our mums were friends. And she was like, so what do you do now? And I was just sat there in a tie-dye blue dress, like mini dress and <laughs> tights and stuff. I was like, oh, well, I can't, can't do this. <laughs> 
but not heels with that though probably no no i don't like heels no they're they're Mm. not very practical no they're not okay when you're jumping around to the stone roses you can't have heels on got a pair of docks on yeah whereas peter he's never out of heels is he no (laughs) yeah he's like natasha you can hear him coming can you yeah Yeah. hello peter Just checking you're listening, yeah. which which he does. All right. Talking of heels clacking, let's get back to that thing we were going to talk about, the tea room. Yeah. Yeah. Natasha. So bloody hell, was there anything to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, firstly, the tea room had nearly run out of milk. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. She's not very perfect then, is she? If you can't, you can't run a tea room without milk. She was bossing um, Helen around because there was a tractor in the farm. I thought that was perfect for the vibe. Of course. It's a farm. What does she want? Uh, she did apologise to Helen about the Grange farmland misunderstanding and Helen was very like, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but then also managed to shit on the idea that Clary had dared to ask. And she went, well, she's not family. And I thought Helen was yeah. going to say, well, you aren't technically really Natasha either. You I might." Know. And then Helen said, I feel liberated to Natasha. And that just means like, it's all going to go to shit, isn't it? I once dressed up as a Jawa in the Cheltenham parade in the early 80s and the Cheltenham Echo took my photo and I didn't feel liberated. As a what? As a Jawa. What the hell is that? Those little people in Star Wars that have like hoods and shiny eyes. If you make a Star Trek joke again, Kerry, I'm ending the broadcast. (laughs) Well, we do need to do a quick one. Let me think. Jawa. Never have heard that in all the time that I haven't watched Star Wars. You watched Star Wars recently with your kids. I did, I did, but I haven't taken in that they're cool. I think I know the creatures that you mean. Quite cute looking. Oh, have you got a photo of you as that? Do you know what? My mum has that somewhere. She has the cutting. Mm. And to this day, she's never forgiven that I didn't win best costume because she made it. And my eyes were milk bottle tops sewed. <laughs> like a hoop with a pair of tights over so they, they were like suspended oh and uh, I, I lost to someone who was had their arms and legs coming out of a cardboard box that they just wrapped in tin foil and my mum oh. sent me a message I think when I was living in Brazil and she just sent us she'd found it in the attic sent the photo <laughs> and she went you were robbed <laughs> oh god I really want to see this picture now I'm sure I can dig it out somewhere okay yes it's out isn't it it's it, like Clary and uh, Susan saw it and Clary felt she looked haggard bless her but Adam went no you both look fabulous liar have you ever had a cheese egg Kerry they've been around a little while haven't they well M&S do them I think they've been around since like the mid 2000s oh, I don't know I don't know what I'm talking about but they've definitely been around a few years so she's not not ahead of the curve at all actually she did say they're very popular so she's not trying to be innovative is she I take that back but are they solid these cheese eggs and are they the size of an easter egg you know a sort of standard easter egg not a cream egg but an actual is it going to be a solid lump of cheese i've never got over my disappointment of getting a cadbury's cream egg easter egg and it not being full of fondant that would be so good wouldn't it i haven't got a sweet tooth especially but i love cream eggs you would be utterly sick for hours afterwards it's like chefs have a tendency to eat the um the butter and sugar mix that's left over when they're making cakes Mm. you are gonna regret that in about 20 minutes tastes great at the time oh licking the bowl is one of life's pleasures isn't it (laughs) stop it and licking the wooden spoon both of those isn't it yeah well, Adam gets to enjoy that living with Ian, doesn't he? <laughs> He's a chef, Kerry. I know. It's great. I'm glad. 
God, and we have a go at bloody Lillian for being a perv. How dare we? On that note, let's let's take a little break and then we'll do our socials. How's that? What's up, losers? You weren't hanging out at Helen's reception, were you? I mean, I know they're noted in society and everything, but come on. You don't want a cheese egg. You want one of my wobbly eggs. Gurnetied to get you through an entire evening talking to Tony about the Earl of St Germans. Fall in love with Bert and Neville's longest drinker caper and even a chat with Adam about soil. Actually, only do the last one if you need to come down. Freddy's Wobbly Eggs, available under the counter via the Orangery or dial-up on 1-800-MEAT-CHAT. Let's get f***ing scrambled. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, lovely people. If you want to get in touch with us on Instagram, you can find us at the Cider Shed Pod, there you will find silly stories, silly links to music, massively self-serving succession-based videos that I've made, and your reviews will appear there as well at some point. Uh, lots of people get in touch and say, my review vanished. It didn't vanish. We are getting to them all eventually. Sometimes I see different ones to carry depending on region, but we have a good way of you know fleshing all of that out. So we will get to them, we promise. That's also the name of our Twitter handle, isn't it, Kerry? It is indeed, at the Cider Shed Pod on Twitter and on blue sky we are at the cidershedpod.bsky.social yeah we've got a facebook group called the cidershed podcast which is rapidly turning into a riot i think that's a honestly i feel it's a real safe i hate the term safe space because face archer's facebook can be a bit weird you know of course. these of people course who don't want to see what the people who don't want to see what the actor looks like I'm glad it's a lovely sort of little, you know, bit of a playground to mess about and be silly and funny. It really is. I mean, there was a period about less than a year ago where I'd say, can you please stop reporting people? It happened in the space of a week. And I was like, we don't report people here unless they've done something appalling. And I didn't see that anyone did. They reported me and I was the admin, which I thought was funny, <laughs> for sharing the Radio Times. <laughs> oh. Kerry, have we had any new reviews this week? We have a new five-star review and it's from Crytick. Well, C-R-Y-T-Y-C and the title is I Revere Your Archer's Irreverence and they say keep up the excellent work ridiculing the Ambridge nonsense. These days I only listen to the archers to keep up with the Cider Shed podcast. Hey. 
Hey. Yeah, nice. Good way round to do it, isn't it? Listen to us. Isn't there another review, Kerry, that you haven't read? Oh, is there? Yeah. I thought I did it last week. What, that one that's kind of glaringly negative but is positive? Yeah, I read that last week, didn't I? Hang on. Yeah, did you? I thought that appeared after we recorded. Let me see. Sorry. Perhaps you've got one that I can't see. That's strange then, because I saw someone that had re... Yes, I, c- I can see that one. It's because it's from the USA. Okay. And they don't appear for me on Apple iTunes. How bizarre. Yes, yeah, so... As the OMC once sang. Badger! Yes. Uh, so we've got a second review as well, Matthew, um, which is by Jez Abel, who's in the US of A. And the title of it is Come for the Archers, Stay for the Dross. And by Dross, <laughs> the band, is it? Um, and I by hope Dross, so. yeah. <laughs> and by Dross, I mean all the crap football chat, terrible punnery, offense, cheers, offensive in inverted commas jingles is that one on me too yeah and silent swindon characters (laughs) if you think this show is a mess you should see the patreon that's true the patreon is very famed for going off the off the rails but we do have some wonderful game show features on there so you know oh five stars and the five star they've then put five stars with hearts at each end oh that's lovely yeah thanks for that much appreciated now like those reviews they really help us so anyone who wants to write a five-star review it's a big big help to us another way you can support us is becoming a patron we have got three new patrons this week kerry we've got sarah godkin who is getting this attention good people of the cider shed patreon would you please welcome sarah godkin yes sarah Come on in, Sarah. Can I get you anything there, Sarah? Thank you, Sarah, for all your help. Nice one. Thanks, Sarah. I wonder which Sarah that is. I wonder if it's Sar for all to see. Could be. Not sure of their last name. But thank you. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for that, Sarah. Um, In my succession vacuum, I started kind of re-watching episodes of euphoria which is probably why the music is a little bit tinged that way this week uh, this next one is for claire hinckley hey look over there is that the claire hinckley it sure is she is so cool right here in the cider shed patreon clubhouse i'm so glad she's here we all are thanks so much claire thanks claire Thanks, Claire. Much appreciated. And finally, I like a surname that starts with the same as the first name. And this is Becky Blackmore. Becky Blackmore, welcome to the Cider Shed Patreon gang. Glad to have you, Becky. Thank you so much for your help, Becky. Cheers, Becky. I liked that background music in that one. Go and check out Labyrinth, Still Don't Know My Name. Okay. Which was part of the Euphoria Season 1 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Labyrinth is like a UK-based singer, and I think he does the soundtrack for all and all the incidental music for Euphoria. Yeah, I know of Labyrinth. Okay. Wonderful. Nice I think one. he appears in Season 2. Thanks to all patrons. It's a massive, massive help to us. We can't 
tell you how much we appreciate the support and um yeah if you want to join in go to www.patreon.com forward slash the cider shed kerry anything else we need to say before we head on i mean uh, apologies if this episode is a little more rapid than usual i mean i think i've got through this faster than my first ever night of passion with in puckle church in 1980 something but you know i've got to work on saturday so i don't have much time to edit so we we made a vow to fly through it but i think we're still on the same clock i'm just glad that brian didn't die this week there you go another week with brian that's something to all look forward to but apparently someone tells me he's not in the cast list for the next few weeks that's a that's a big silence from kerry there so Nora, probably half the others either (laughs) Yeah. I've just noticed your screen name for our recording is Muddy Fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, that happened. <laughs> yes, someone actually asked me, because I said they've gone home for shower sex, and I got pelters for saying, don't ever mention shower sex and the archers, because everyone got Sid and Jolene flashbacks. Of course, yeah. Well, we didn't hear it, so that's a plus. No, but I, I mentioned one of the disparities between the have and the have nots in the archers was that mm-hmm. last week we had, hang on, let's get the tweet out. Eddie and Clary fall in the mud last week, abject misery. Harry and Alice fall in the mud today, shits and giggles, followed by some shower sex, to which Sheil said, do you want Eddie and Clary to have shower sex instead? And I said, yes, for a full episode. <laughs> 15 minutes, well, 13 minutes of solid Grundy shower fucking. Yeah, some Grundy grumbling. I'll be up for that hey, in Matt. the shower. <laughs> All right. Well, as we leave you with that lovely image, everyone, Mm. Kerry, I will speak to you, no doubt, over the weekend. Love you and talk to you soon. And you, the listeners, we will see you sometime in the very near indeterminable future. Take care, everyone. Bye. Love you too, Matthew. Bye. Bye. Hello.